All right, folks, it's another spooky episode of America's Hometown Horror that's brought to you yet again by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Shine Through Window Cleaning, in case you haven't heard, is a family-owned and operated company that proudly serves America's hometown and all of the surrounding area. They treat your home or business like they would treat their own, and they truly believe in building their reputation on every job they do. Get in touch with Shine Through today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing needs at 781-812-9189 or at shinethrucwindowcleaning.com. That's Shine Through Window Cleaning. Andrew, what else do you guys do besides window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing? Uh, we install leaf guards on your gutters. Dryer vents. Dryer vent cleanings. cleanings. Mm-hmm. Did you mention... House washing, house washing, and in, in addition to that's probably false. Gutter the cleaning, power washing, right? Window cleaning, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, a little bit of everything. We're all things full service. So all things you may want to do to your house, whether it's a house or a haunted house. Ooh, topical. You yeah. guys can take care of it. Yeah, that's true. All right, folks. That's Shine T H R U Window Cleaning. Shine through window cleaning. <laughs> The new face of evil is going to scare you to death. Barrett's Haunted Mansion, it's killers. Then creep next door to the Abington Airlines. Barrett's Haunted Mansion. Eat, drink, and be scary. Go to bhmansion.com. What is up, everybody? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Thanks for tuning in to another episode of America's Hometown Horror. That would be episode number... 40. Oh, it's the 40th episode? Oh, I'm so excited to say it. So do we consider every, like, five episodes to be a milestone? Like, for, or is it just, like, every ten we just do a milestone? I think every I was ten. just thinking... Oh, wait. Ah, I was just thinking. Uh, <laughs> no. I was just gonna say, every time Mike does that intro, I get confused every time. I think when he's saying, what's up, what's up, everybody? I'm supposed to say hi, but he's actually talking to the listeners. And every time I forget. Hmm. It's, and you're like, what's okay. up, bud? Embarrassing, because every time I go, eh, and then I just yeah, stop. Like, okay, well, at least you catch yourself every time. That's fine, that's fine. That's the one time I catch myself. Well, yeah, folks, it's, uh, as I said, episode 40 of America's Hometown Horror, and week number six of our countdown to Halloween. Brought you a lot of spooky treats so far, with many more spooky treats to come. But, uh, again, my name is Mike. I am your host tonight, and you have heard my co-hosts. That would be Andrew and Kat. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hello. How are you? I just had the biggest case of deja vu. Yeah? How come? <laughs> I'm glad you said I was, you I, was, I, was, I, was, I was looking at your phone, <laughs> and you did that salt part voice. Hey, you guys. And I don't know if it was 7.54, but... Very well made. It was man. very uh, strange. Very close. Yeah, that's interesting. Wow, that's it was really uncomfortable. I, as soon as it happened, I was like, "Very interesting." Okay, but Deja, we I have been I get here before. All the time, so I know what you mean. I know what you mean for sure. But hey, guys, the three amigos tonight, huh? The original squad. We've yeah. had. I feel like we've had Craig on for like the last two or maybe three episodes. I know did he we? was. Uh, he did Spooky World with us. He did Barrett's. Right. Oh, not Barrett's. That's tonight. Did I told he me did, she uh, come? He said I have nothing. He bad. did the Treehouse of uh, Treehouse of Horror draft with us, and I forget what the one before that was. I know he did oh. Spooky Audette. Questions. Audette did uh, The Exorcist. That he was a while back. Yeah. That wasn't yeah. that he long. Wasn't... It was that was about four a month or five ago. Episodes ago. Yeah, yeah. Huh. which if you count the one we did at the 
Yeah, which the we jail. have not oh, well, right. yeah, been on social media, but hasn't been oh. released yet. So Spoiler! No, we will, uh, but we'll, get we'll ready see for what it. comes get about. Ready. Get ready for that. If you haven't listened yet, now's the time to start listening. We got yes. some good stuff. Some to talk cool about. stuff. That is for sure. But yeah, yeah. hey, it's good to have uh, just the three of us tonight, right? Like, it's, I feel like it's been a bit a minute since it's we've like done old, just the three like of us. Times, yeah. yeah, like mm-hmm. the beginning, like uh, the first episode. It's funny, Andrew and I were looking at the. Uh, the downloads yesterday when we were at the shop and uh, just looking at like which episodes had which. And cool. there were like so by far the the highest one is the, the ones shiny. that I did. <clears throat> uh, well, I, I will I will say I think uh, mm-hmm. Andrew was very very surprised by the uh, the the turnout for the Hocus Pocus episode that has been uh, uh-huh. pretty well received. It was so more far. than the one that I thought would listen to it. Yes, yeah, for sure. So what's that number? Uh, I don't know. The, it was kind like of in the 30s. Yeah, it was in the 30s. It was good. People, people like the movie. Well, at 36, I'm like, it seems like such a low number. But in comparison to our other podcasts, it's right up there. Right. Mm. I'm always like, 36, we should have like a 1,000. Yeah, but I that's, wish. Well, hey, we'll get there someday. We, uh, we will. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, so we're going uh, to dive into another haunted attraction tonight. Uh, just like we did last week with Spooky World, uh, we attended uh, Barrett's Haunted Mansion. Or I should say we, sh- we uh, attended Screens and Screams presented by Barrett's Haunted Mansion up in Abington, Massachusetts, which we will get to. But, uh, you know, this... Very excited to cover these types of events for the podcast. That's you know anyone can talk about movies, anyone can talk about TV stuff. This I feel like is something that's definitely a little bit different, uh, something that I, I really enjoy talking about. So we're gonna get to that. But uh, before we do, when we get into the news and everything, anybody watched anything good uh, this week? Andrew, you got anything? I mean, I don't know if it's good. I like it. I watched the Mothman Prophecies. Okay, with Richard, I've seen that before. Gear. Like the book better. Solid premise. Solid movie. Oh, Wait, the book. it's a very scary premise. It's a very actually. scary premise. It creeped me out as a kid when I watched it because that movie was like 2002, 2001, yeah. I think. Yeah. So I was like 15, and when I still would like sometimes movies would get me mm-hmm. spooked. How did you watch it? How did I watch it? Uh, Streamed it Amazon on. Prime, I think. Yeah. Is it on Primo? Shutter? It's not on Shutter, I don't think. It's not really a hard. No, because Andrew doesn't have Shutter, so he couldn't watch it. Oh, no, right. I just told you it was on Amazon Prime. Did you buy yeah. it or is it free? No, with it's Prime? free. Free with Prime. It is. I need to watch it. I haven't watched it before. I've never seen it. Um, that one interesting be... fact about Richard Gere. Yes. His middle name, Tiffany. Tiffany. Yes. That's so. You, oh, you looked Which, it up. I looked it up because you know how it joggled my memory is. I've been starting to watch that show, Shit's Creek. Yes. And they bring that up on the show. Oh my god, I love. Because I love, I love how you say name? I've I've watched that show Shit's Creek. I uh, that show's great. It's and we told the you best. to watch it. No, I know that's why I started watching it. It's yes. simply the and that best. was in one of the earlier <laughs> seasons. I think there was a <laughs> reference to Richard Gere's middle name because one of their middle names is is it Brian? No. Oh, I forget. David, what's his name? That show's great. I mean, we yes. we watched the whole thing. David. Isn't his middle yeah. name David? Um, David. Uh, I think he has a female David? middle name. I can't remember. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> but um, and they bring yeah. up. Richard Gere's middle name is Tiffany. Mm. Yes. That sounds like yeah. a conversation that David and, uh, and Alexis would yes. be having, for sure. Or yes, her mo- his mom. Yeah. But that, that, that is a good Moira. movie, and as we were saying, definitely a very scary concept. So if you, I mean, it's an old... There's some scary in, parts of that movie, like on the phone with that... The phone with the chapstick, that part really yeah. freaked me out. I, like, wait, that's really creepy. No, 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 I'm not going to spoil it my beyond that. in your shoe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that's whole fucking scene weird. is very creepy. Well, and, and so the book was written by a guy named John Keel, 
who like there's articles out there about out out there about him if you want to read about him. They called him almost like the Indiana Jones of the paranormal, but this is like a real guy. So he actually wrote the Mothman prophecies. He did all sorts of like UFO investigations, that type of like he loved that weird shit. But the Mothman prophecies book very creepy. A lot of UFO stuff, a lot of like Mothman stuff, whatever it is. Uh, a lot of stuff about the Men in Black, not like Will uh, Will Smith and Tommy so Lee the, Jones, the but book the actual itself, so Men in Black. So is this like one excerpt from the book? Pretty much. It, it oh, okay. ha- the movie does not adapt much of the book at all. It's kind of just like a you know, it's a dramatization. It's a it, exactly. You never see the Mothman. There's only a few creepy parts, but the stuff in the movie that does actually happen. So the Silver Bridge, I believe, in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, I think it is, actually did collapse, and some people do believe that the Mothman actually predicted that collapse. And, uh, you know, messages to certain people. So it's a very weird story, but uh, worth checking out. There's actually also some podcasts out about it, too, that are very good. But, yeah, so uh, Mothman Prophecies, cool movie. Well, I was going to say, for us, so we we watched, uh, speaking of Shudder, we watched that Shudder-exclusive movie called The Beach House. Oh, we watched I that a few days that. ago. Yeah. yeah, that was a. Uh, what did you watch this two days ago? Uh, a couple days ago, yeah. So, and yeah. you forgot about it already. Yeah. Well, I also <laughs> fell asleep during it. Yeah, she didn't really like it too much. Well, she yeah, fell asleep it during was, uh, it. If you fall asleep, I it did like it. So, the, Andrew, this is a movie that you would probably like as well. So, this kind of had like a mm. like a Lovecraftian kind of feel to it, like no. aquatic horror type thing. It almost kind of reminded me. I haven't seen it yet, but it's coming. Or I think it actually is on show already. But that Colorado Space movie with Nicolas Cage that, that came still out. hasn't aired. Um, I believe it's on Shutter now, if I'm not mistaken. Ah. But it's like, you know, people show up to this beach house and there's some random things that happen, but they come out, they go outside at one point and there's kind of like this bioluminescence all over the beach that's like bright blue. Yeah, I like that. Uh, no, no. People that's start like, feeling half. sick and things start washing up on the <clears> beach <throat> and why is the beach community so deserted except for this one house? I actually, I liked it. The ending, I won't spoil it, I was not really a huge fan of. But it's if you have Shutter, it's worth checking out. It's called the Beach House. I it entertained me. I liked it. It was good. I What's your favorite? It was dumb. Yeah, Cat didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, that was That's dumb. That's why we're gonna and skip you asleep. real quick. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, What's your favorite aquatic themed horror movie? Then real quick, it doesn't have to be a long or, um, or anything show involving water. Show. I know where you're gonna go or movie. Well, uh, Jaws probably. I was also a really big fan of Underwater, that movie we recorded I on really way back. I really liked, and, I yeah, thought that, that was, good. The, that that was, was a good movie. Yeah, yeah very good. Very, very I good. Mean, I mean, Kristen Stewart was annoying okay. as fuck. Sorry mm-hmm. for cursing, but... Well, Andrew's yes. the one that hates her, not me. Andrew no, absolutely I thought despises she was terrible, her. too. I agree. I'd still hang out with her. Sure, but I thought that she's just annoying as a person, character, just actress, in, just She doesn't, she doesn't close her mouth, that's it. If she's a great actor, I think she's actually good at, at most things, but for some reason her mouth being open bothers me the entire time. We were talking about your favorite horror-themed... Aquatic-themed aquatic horror movies, themed. yes, yes. And I said there was a segment, which is my favorite. The from, Raft. Cre- the raft. I you knew you were going to do The Raft. The Raft. Mm-hmm. So creepy, so spooky, so good. That is the best. Honestly, it might be the best segment of all the Creepshow movies. Is that two? Movies. Creepshow 2? Creepshow 2. Okay. Yeah, Creepshow 2. Second or third? Uh, second or third segment. That yeah, whole... you're right. It's very creepy. Awesome Stephen King story, too, but yeah. Also, shout out to Creature from the Black. There's also, I think, a good amount of uh, nipples in the raft. Yes, Yes. I think there are some. So that always adds to the enjoyment, I believe, in that segment. Some side boob, regular boob, frontal boob, all boob. Okay, well, we're fans of that. Everybody is. And on to the news, folks. On to the news before we jump into our topic uh, du jour. Uh, Hey, so, if you recall, a couple weeks ago, you gays... 
we did an episode on the Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. Correct. It turns out we have a little bit of news on what Fox is going to be airing air on their Ant Block uh, on Sunday, October 18th. And which is, is the, uh, the weekend of my birthday. Which would be Simpsons Treehouse of Horror 31. We have a little bit more information on what some of those segments will be spoofing this year, which obviously is pretty interesting. All the uh, Treehouse of Horror that we watched, definitely going to be watching this one again this year. Turns out the three things they're spoofing, so the first one is Toy Story. Uh, they actually filmed this segment in traditional Pixar style. So it's going to look like a computer, a computer generated like segment computers, of the computers, computers, a computer generated <laughs> animation segment of uh, like you know The Simpsons, but making fun of Toy Story, where I guess basically uh, Bart is mistreating his toys like Sid did, and the toys come back and Fine. give a little bit of Perfect. revenge. Okay, that's the first segment. Uh, I love Toy Story, so I feel like that's a natural thing for The Simpsons to make fun of, and I think it's cool they're doing a different animation style. Yeah. yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, pretty cool. Very fun. Um, Fantastic. Next one. Cal, we talked about this one back when we did the uh, Comic-Con episode back in July during a slow week, but there's another segment that's actually going to parody Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. We're basically with this. Uh, it's all just a bunch of homers from alternate dimensions, so there's like a Disney princess homer, there's real homer, like Yogi Bear homer, just a bunch of homers existing in one world, so that should probably be a few good laughs because Andrew... As you have said so eloquently so many times, Homer's the best character on the show, Wait. and anything that's based around Homer is just naturally hilarious. Didn't we just watch one that like had the Homer clone in it that was a treehouse of Homer? Those were Homer clones, I believe. So isn't that the same Or you thing? could be thinking of the episode where Peter Griffin of Family Guy, uh, everything he touches turns into a Robin Williams movie character. No, <laughs> And no. then he cuts his, he cuts his a, hands off so they no, don't... No, it was the Homer so one. Good. We just watched one recently that was a Treehouse of Horror. We watched a probably. bunch. We watched Remember? a lot. I feel like I forget I a lot of them already, but there, there probably is really one good. like this already, but this is like not just Homer's, the it's one where he's going back in time. Mm. That one's pretty good. We already talked about this, though. Yeah. Off yeah. topic. Cat, stay on topic. I'm on topic. It's okay. We're I'm on not top. yelling at you. We're I'm on yelling topic. at myself. Andrew, Turns out, you idiot. The third segment is going to be based on a show that I hated, and you actually really liked. Cat was a Russian Doll on Netflix. Oh, I liked that. Yeah. So I guess this one is going to be based around Lisa on her birthday, and I don't know some sort of weird Russian Doll same... type shit. Wait, so is it the same actress, the girl from Orange Is the New Black? No, it's it's Lisa. Lisa's the that character in this segment of The Simpsons. No, it's not the girl from that Russian Doll. It's based on Russian oh. Doll. But yeah, so the third segment is based on Russian Doll from Netflix, so it sounds like it should be another pretty solid episode of uh, The Simpsons. That's Treehouse of Horror, number 31, which is insane they've had so many. But, Cat, of particular interest to you, mm -hmm. airing after The Simpsons on that same Halloween animation blog... Hocus Pocus. ...is a uh, Bob's Burgers Halloween oh, episode. Oh, I love Bob's Burgers! That is called Heartbreak hotel -oween. And apparently this episode is about... Uh, let's hear, Here's the episode description, okay? Uh, Louise's plan to get revenge on Halloween for a candy transgression hits a snag when the Belcher kids meet a mysterious elderly woman at a hotel. Meanwhile, Linda and a very squeamish Bob donate blood at a vampire-themed bloodmobile. Sounds like a typical weird episode of that Bob's Burgers. So fun. <laughs> Andrew, When's it airing? Uh, on the 18th. Nice. Yeah, the 18th. Andrew, you ever watch Bob's Burgers? I have, and all I gotta say is that it. We've talked about this before. I don't know if we've ever brought it up on the podcast because mm -hmm. it's not really relevant till now. The girl that works the drive-through at Dunkin' Donuts. For the longest time, I was like, 
She sounds like some certain cartoon character. This would be the Dunkin' Donuts uh, next to Village Links Golf Course in Plymouth in by Plymouth, the airport. If you've ever yep. been there. Yep. Every time I go there, I'm like, it sounds, I'm like, is it Rugrats? Is it Hey Arnold? No, I finally figured it out. She sounds like Louise from Bob's Burgers. Oh, like I at go. the drive-thru, she you should go in there until you get her because I don't know if she's leaving, but I'm always like it just sounds exactly like it. I'm like that's so Oh, funny. as soon as I figured it out, I was like, that's who it is. Uh but besides that, Bob's Burgers. Is Louise the is mom or is she the one that wears the bunny hat? Louise is the little girl. The, the bunny the, the bunny, bunny rabbit ears? Yeah. Okay, yes. Right? I know the voice you're talking about. Yes, okay, that's yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Bob's Burgers getting a Halloween episode as well. Pretty sweet. I would definitely record that in addition to nice. the Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. I know you would be particularly excited about I that. I love Bob's Burgers, yeah. yeah. Alright. Next news topic, you guys. You get uh, a couple Netflix items coming up, by the way. So, the newest thing that has been announced for Netflix and their uh, exclusive partnership with Ryan Murphy, who does American Horror Story, he does Ratchet, which we talked about uh, on our last episode, the uh, the one flew over we the cuckoo's nest. That. We do need to finish that. We haven't finished it yet. So, Ryan Murphy is actually going to be developing a show for Netflix called Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story. Dama. How many times are they going to do Dama Jeffrey Dahmer? Kid. That's like the... Th- fourth time and they all suck so there have been some right was that the one that Jer- was Jeremy Renner the one that played Jeffrey Dahmer or was that somebody else I Jeremy think, Renner played I think who he, he wasn't Ed Gein was he no he wasn't Ed Gein I think I'm it pretty was sure it was Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer yeah pretty sure it was Jeffrey Dahmer and then there was another one and then there was another one there was like three of them so yeah. it gets confusing I do remember the one with Jer- Jer- uh, Jeremy Renner yeah. yes but yeah I think this should be interesting because you know Ryan Murphy on American Horror Story and other shows has done serial killer type stuff very well. I'm thinking particularly here of uh, American Crime Story, the Gianni Versace one that right. was about the guy that, that killed awesome. Gianni Versace. That one was fucking awesome. And that yeah. was not even really about Versace. That was about uh, Andrew Cunanan, and the guy that killed him. It was exactly. actually an awesome show. Yeah. And that's on Netflix. Really? If you haven't seen that, it's great. Oh, it's very, very great. good. Yeah. Very good. I like that one a lot. So I kind of was excited to hear that he was doing this too because I think he can do it some justice. But basically, so this show is going to chronicle the story of one of America's most notorious serial killers, Jeffrey Dahmer, largely told from the point of view of Dahmer's victims and dives deeply into the police incompetence and apathy that allowed the Wisconsin native to go on a multi-year killing spree. Uh, Richard Jenkins, who's been in a bunch of movies, good actor, Cabin in the Woods, Shape of Water, Step uh, Step Brothers. He was you know the what dad. My favorite role of him is. Yep. Is it Let the Right One In? Yes, he's the yes he's, he's the, the familia. Yeah, he's, he's the familia. He's awesome. Yeah, man. he's great. That's actually an awesome movie. I, I well, both of them are good. I actually liked the remake too, the American remake. I thought the original was better. The original the was better, Swedish but that one was also. But very that one good. was good too, and it gets yeah. bad rap. So yeah, Richard Jenkins actually signed on to play Jeffrey Dahmer's father, but there is uh, they're still looking for the actor to actually play Jeffrey Dahmer. So I'll be interested to see who uh, Ryan Murphy picks for that. Uh, Kat, any thoughts on a Jeffrey Dahmer uh, Netflix show? No. I just changed my mind. I'm into it because you just said Richard Jenkins is in it. Yeah, so. for sure. Good acting makes uh, Andrew, sense. this one's for you, buddy. Oh, Next it's news for item. me, baby. Uh, recently announced that Michael Doherty, who has directed uh, Krampus, which is a movie that we already covered, and he might have directed another movie that we might be covering within the next couple of weeks. I don't know. TNT? I can't, I, yeah, I can't remember the name of it, but or I guess T-O-T? we'll see. Uh, so Michael Doherty also did uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, mm. directing a new TV series based on Clive Barker's Nightbreed. Yes. Which, of course, was adapted into a film in 1990. Andrew, as the resident Clive Barker guy and fans of his stories, how pumped are you for this? Pretty pumped, because that movie's awesome. Have you mm-hmm. ever seen Nightbreed? Long time ago. 
I probably so need to rewatch it. You do because the uh, psychiatrist who is the serial killer. Mm-hmm. Remember him? He's got like a same like potato sack over his head. He, it reminds me of um, in Batman. Oh, Scarecrow. 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 Yeah. Creepy fucking serial killer. Really good job. Pretty cool special effects. Okay. Story's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's awesome. Okay. So, if you like 80s horror, well, then why wouldn't you watch yeah, this? Yeah, Barker. Barker's kind of one of the one of the kings there. Oh, so good. It's yeah. so good. Have you ever seen Nightbreed? You would hate it. This yeah. would be one of those movies that you watch and you go, this is such an Andrew movie. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I should watch Andrew it just movie. because it's an Andrew movie. Yeah, thing. for sure. But no, I've never seen it. Uh, it's free on... Amazon. Maybe okay. I'll watch it. We'll What's it called? Nightbreed? Nightbreed. We'll have to rewatch it. Especially like you haven't times. seen it. Well, I'll re-watch have to rewatch it. it. I, yeah. I honestly, Travel to I forget most of it. Okay. Yes. yes. Um, also, in addition, have you watched Books of Blood on Hulu yet? The Clive Barker anthology movie? It, I, have I have not. I haven't. I haven't had I, I want to watch it. It's actually on now? It's on, yeah. It's on, oh. it's on uh, Hulu oh, now. Yeah. On Hulu. I have yeah. to watch Books of Blood, it's called. Yeah, I've heard of it. We were talking about this last week. Novella of the same name. So, yeah, Nightbreed coming to TV, brought to you by Michael Darty. Final news item, real quick hitter. Uh, by the time this episode drops, uh, which will be tomorrow, Thursday, Haunting of Bly Manor on Netflix will be available the following oh, nice. day on Friday. So uh, very excited to see that because I love The Haunting of Hill House. Although I try not to read too many reviews of stuff before I watch it. I will say uh, some of the reviews that have come out because the embargo has been lifted, the reviews are out. They're not as hot on this as they were on the first season, they said. So uh, this season is based on the ghost stories of Henry James, who wrote The Turn of the Screw. And I guess they're adapting a bunch more of his stories. Very gothic romance type of stuff. Like, almost like, not quite a, a you know a direct comparison, but almost like Wuthering Heights. Like, you know that? That's kind of like a ghost story, like that type uh. of stuff. Like, gothic horror fiction. Like, The Others would be a good example of, like, gothic horror. They're saying so this you're is... telling me it's going to be boring. They're saying it's not as scary and a little bit more focused on romance. So, Sounds that kind of makes me a little boring. nervous, but obviously I'm going to watch it because I love everything that... Uh, that it's uh, going to skirt the line of a, a yeah. Skinamax movie. Yeah. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, the guy that directed Doc, uh, Doctor Sleep and 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 uh, Gerald's Game, Mike Flanagan. Mike Flanagan. Oh, Jesus, Mike I'm a Flanagan. Moron. No, you're not a moron. Yeah, he's, a director's he, he's, name. No he's running this. He's running this. So uh, anything that he does, I will watch. So yeah, but uh, Haunting of Bly Manor is out. Uh, if you're listening to this on Friday, folks, and Mike or Flanagan, after, if you're listening, check it out. Yeah. Michael will pretty much do anything. Yeah. Yeah, contact me. DM me for uh, slide into my DMs there, Mike Flanagan. All right, dude, so we're off the news, which means we are, of course, on to our topic du jour, which, of course, is the topic of the day, which, of course, always sounds good, and we will have that. And, of course, that topic today, you guys, is Screens and Screams presented by Barrett's Haunted Mansion, which we had the pleasure of attending last Saturday night. Uh, second weekend in a row that we've done some spooky shit. Uh, obviously, we did Spooky World the Saturday before. Went up, had a good time there, did the episode on it. It's done really well. So I think people have an appetite for this stuff, but uh, very excited to give some thoughts on what you can expect from Barrett's Haunted Mansion this year if you are lucky enough to have tickets to one of their double features that they are calling Screens and Screams. So... 
I guess before we kind of get into what the experience was like and everything, you know, overall thoughts on Barrett's Haunted Mansion, okay? So last week, I was kind of waxing poetically about my nostalgia for Spooky World, how much I loved it, how it influenced me as a horror fan today and made me kind of have a love for haunted attractions. And and Barrett's Haunted Mansion holds a very similar place in my heart because like Spooky World, I started going there from a very young age. Um, Very first time I went there, my mom, lovely Mary, was uh, volunteering for the Randolph Lions School PTA, which uh, means I was probably about seven, eight, probably about the same age. So my mom was actually an actor in Baritonard Mansion way back in the day in the early or mid-90s. And uh, my dad took me through when my mom was acting. I think she was dressed up like a witch. I was scared shitless, but immediately intrigued. Kind of fell in love. So I started going to this event at a young age. And, you know, growing up where I did, Andrew, I know you're from Hull originally, Cat. You're from Hyde Park. So we're in the same neck of the woods, essentially. But growing up where I did, this was easily the most accessible haunted attraction on the South Shore, which doesn't necessarily guarantee that it's of quality. But with that being said, I think you'd be probably hard-pressed to find people that take their attraction more seriously than Barrett's. There's a reason that they've been doing it for almost 30 years. And to me, going to these places back-to-back over two weekends, the difference between a place like Barrett's Haunted Mansion and a place like Spooky World is that while I feel aspects of Spooky World, like maybe the budget, maybe the sets, that type of stuff are are, uh, maybe superior, Spooky World to me feels a little bit stale sometimes because they've done the same thing for so many years where Barrett's changes their event drastically every single year. So, you know, for that reason, for me, Kat, you and I have talked about this numerous times. One of my, if not my favorite thing to do in October every year is either on my birthday or around my birthday, go to the Abington Ale House, sit on the patio, which is right in front of Barrett's Haunted Mansion. You can see it from the patio. They trick the patio out and all sorts of Halloween decorations. Sit there, get some drinks, eat some buffalo chicken dip, and then do Barrett's Haunted Mansion. You know, we've done the house. We've done both attractions. We've done the Lights Out show one year, which is all in the dark with a glow stick. Equally horrifying. Cat, I'm sure you'll have some thoughts on that. We've Listen, done the it's blackout. Blackout night. I survived the blackout by Barrett's Haunted Mansion. That's the t-shirt that I have. Um, we've done the behind-the-scenes tour, what they call the Lights On tour. And I've worked there. Yeah. So with all that being said, Barrett's obviously holds a special place in my heart. Cat, I know you've been to Barrett's an, a bunch of times, too. You know, why do you like Barrett's? Why do you continue to come back every year? Um, I've gone to Barrett's since I was in high school. Um, it was always like one of those things where I'd go with like a group of girls and we'd go and just, you know, have our little basic fall time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Drink your pumpkin <laughs> spice having our Mary lattes. Luce, like and going to Barrett's and just hanging out and having dinner and like that was a tradition for me growing up. I love Barrett's even when I was in college, like I would make the trip up in October. Yeah. Just like from Rhode Island to go see the haunted house. That's an stuff. impressive like, drive. Was, yeah, that's me an and impressive Jen, drive. Jen, Jen was the same. And very Jen impressive. Yeah, lives in very impressive. Now, I mean, yeah. yeah. So she's not very far, but yeah, that was like a thing that we did for a long time, and I mm-hmm. still do because yeah. yeah, as you said before, it's like every year it's something different. So it's not as if you're going to the same thing every year. It's right. like there's a different theme or a different, you know, it's, right. it's, they add a different attraction. Like I remember when they added the maze, when they used to have the mini golf, like they have all different mm-hmm. stuff all the time. So 
it's it's something fun that you look forward to in the fall. Everything in the house is like the best. And like they even had last year, remember we went to trivia? Yes. Stranger Stranger Things trivia? Yes, I do. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. that was a lot of fun. So they had like different themed Halloween kind of yeah. events through October, which is mean, cool. And even this year, when we went up on the screens, they had trivia in between movies and beforehand and all that stuff, which was cool. So yeah, they, they like, you know, they, they put a lot of thought into it and it, it really shows. So I know like, you know, like your buddy from college, James, now our friend, you know, similar feeling, loves this place. Like we've met him there a bunch of times. Like I feel like it's like, you know, if you're a South Shore, Massachusetts kid, you know about Barrett's Haunted Mansion, and it's, it's gotten a bigger reputation over the years. So, uh, yeah, I fucking love it. I know you yeah, feel the same. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Andrew, uh, obviously this year was a little bit different. There's, they've never hosted something like this before, but had you been to Barrett's in the past, what were your thoughts before this? So I think I've been to Barrett's before this, like, four or five times. Mm-hmm. And it's always been a blast. Like, yeah. It's good times. The food's really good. You get food before, you get drinks. Yep. <clears throat> a few of the times I wasn't able to drink, so it was still fun, yeah. though. But it's always been very impressive what they do. Mm-hmm. I've never been more impressed than by what they just did. Yeah. Like, we'll get into that more in detail later. I don't want to spoil anything. Mm-hmm. It's kind of amazing when you break it down. And I'll break it down for you in a few. Mm. But I don't want to give it away. Mm. Mm. That's my thoughts. But, yeah, Barrett's is great. Okay, awesome. Um, so just a couple things about Barrett's, you know, before we talk about what our experience was like. So uh, 2020, despite the haunted house actually not being open, is their 29th year in operation. So they've been open for almost 30 years, which is incredible. And, and like we said, they continue to innovate every year. Uh, this year, I actually agree with what you said, Andrew, it might be their most impressive year to kind of throw together what they did with the space they have there, because, I mean, they have some space, but they don't have, like, a ton of space. They don't have anywhere, they maybe have a quarter of the space that, like, Spooky World does, which just yeah, makes it that, so they have yeah. to be a little bit more creative, right? Like, amount of land yeah. capacity, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, obviously one of the most unique things about Barrett's Haunted Mansion in general is that the house sits there year-round, and has been for the last 30 years. It's a permanent location that's out behind the Abington Ale House in the parking lot, so you can go there in fucking February. And you can walk by Baratonid Mansion, go check out the back, and they still have some of the outside decorations up. The sign has always been up there. They always have the sign out on uh, Route 18 in Abington, right? 18, did I get that right? I'm not good with yeah, that. Uh, the, the worst road in America. Mm-hmm. The worst road in America is correct. We were on that road for about two hours the other day. Terrible, terrible. Uh, so I'm not sure of the exact year, but uh, a few years back, I would say probably five, maybe. Uh, they added a second attraction. So, Kat, you mentioned before that they had mini-golf. I remember the mini-golf course that was out behind Barrett's Haunted Mansion because I used to go to the house and then play mini-golf yeah. after. Uh, they owned all that land, or they right. bought all that land. They tore that Mount part Blood. down. Yep, Mount Blood. That's right. I forgot the name. Yeah. Oh, you're great. Yeah. Mount Blood. So they, they <laughs> tore all that up, and they added a second attraction, which they've called... They've kind of changed the name every year because the event changed every year. So they've done prison-themed stuff. Remember... Last year, we went with uh, Tommy, and we yeah. did that. Two years ago, we went with Ian and Katie, yeah. and they had, like, a thing that made it feel like you were underwater with, like, a laser divider, yes. and people were oh, jumping so up out weird. of that. Like, So they've called it the cell, the sanctuary, etc., and they've added that. So now you can, you know, in a normal year that isn't sucking a huge penis, uh, you can go to Baratona Mansion Experience two attractions for, like, $35, which is... 
uh, about half the cost of a VIP ticket at Spooky World, which I feel like you get more bang for your buck here. Oh, yeah. For sure. And at least for us, we're closer, so you don't have to drive as far. I bought these tickets probably about a month ago, as soon as Barrett's announced they were doing this, and they had to alter their plans for 2020. I think they were kind of holding on hope that they might be able to do the house with, you know, appointments and social distancing. Like, yeah, yeah, that that type of thing. Kind of like probably what Spooky World did. Maybe they could have, maybe they couldn't have. But anyway, I think this is actually a a pretty good alternative experience. But, you know, in terms of tickets and and getting into the event, here's what you can expect. And uh, unfortunately, it's bad news. If you don't have tickets already, the entire slate of double features for the rest of the month is sold the fuck out. You cannot get tickets unless they add more days, which they've talked about doing, but everything well, sold out. They even said, like, I think this weekend they are saying that they're doing the newer Evil Dead instead of the older Evil Dead. They yep. released today, I think. Yep. And um, they're saying that anyone who wants a refund of their tickets is fine, mm-hmm. but those tickets will be available to the public, yeah. like, the day of. And they've yeah. said... They've said that, like, the day of, if at 4 o'clock, they're going to release mm. tickets. So yeah. if you want to go see one, yeah. and they have any tickets available, it's going to be the day of fast. at 4 o'clock. Selling fast. They will sell yeah. out in minutes. So yeah. so you just mentioned Evil Dead. So that is that is paired with The Cabin in the Woods this yep. coming Friday, which is, man, that's this is the Evil Dead remake. The awesome oh. remake. So that that's a fucking great pairing right there. But just to give you an idea of what else is on the slate for the rest of the month, you have The Grudge in the Ring. Yeah. This is Cat's dream That's pairing right dream there. Pair, right? Uh, Night yeah. of the Living Dead and House on Haunted Hill, the original of both movies. Zombieland and Shaun of the Dead. Uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula and Fright Night. Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th. Freddy vs. Jason and Halloween. Honestly. Trick or Treat with 13 Ghosts. And the Addams Family animated movie, which is actually on Halloween for a family friendly type thing. I. Wish we bought more tickets because I had so much fun. I would love to go like another weekend. I know. If we, if I like, I wish we bought another weekend's worth of tickets. Well, uh, this is not related to Barrett's, obviously, but we did find out the other night that King Richard's Fair is also doing uh, drive in yeah. horror movies. Not a double feature, but obviously without the actors, but you know, horror movies throughout the entire month. But actually, a pretty good slate of yeah. stuff, too. So uh, maybe we'll, maybe we can do that as an alternative. That would be nice, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically it's a, it's a $35 admission per car, which if you already bought tickets and you're getting into it, that's what you know. Uh, when you get there, you pull into the Yale House parking lot, they direct you to a parking spot, uh, a parking spot out back, uh, behind the house, behind the second attraction, where there are two screens. Uh, we were available to see one, and probably the only complaint I had about the entire thing, and Andrew, I know you said the same thing, the screen was much too small. But I give them a pass on that. Yeah. Because it was a last-minute decision. They yeah. built that thing. Mm-hmm. They threw it up there. They dealt with what they had. That's why that's a that's a pass. I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't hold anything row. against them there. Yeah. No. We were also in the last row. The last row. Yeah. If but we were closer up. That's what I want to talk about, though. Yes. Yeah. The orchestration of these people with either human beings or cars is fantastic. From the time you pull in. The time you're in your parking spot ready to go, it's like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty impressive when you consider what they're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's different rows for each car. They were very They put us efficient. in the perfect spot. Yeah. And then we ordered food on the app from the Ale House, and it said it was going to take 30 minutes. It took 20 minutes. Yeah. Everything the was French fries. The French fries that came out in a box where they should have been steamed and soggy 
Still delicious. crispy. Everything still was still delicious. All we and we ordered a lot of food, and they fucking nailed it. Yeah, the pretzel was phenomenal. Yeah. I took a picture of my buffalo chicken dip. Yeah. So I thought yeah. they did such a seamless yeah. job, just on the little app, like the stuff, all the little things that make it a either. Mm-hmm. Like when we went to Spooky World, what do you remember most? I'll tell you what I remember. Being super when you were thirsty. trying to get a water. <laughs> yeah. At the fucking end of the putt putt <laughs> game, and it took like twenty minutes. Yeah, that was that was the that worst. Was fail. That was the worst. <laughs> That's a fail. Yeah, yeah, that was the worst. But yeah, I, 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 I agree. Thirsty. I agree. They moved you in quick. Uh, there were people that didn't want to stay for the second movie, so they basically they got them out quick. Basically, what they asked you to do is if you want to leave, drive out blind, throw your hazards on. They so basically I'm ask you to turn your to headlights you. off. They find you and they direct you out with your headlights off quietly, and you just go out. It was very quick. I actually was amazed, like how even, smooth it yeah. was. It felt like you were in a movie theater. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, it honestly was a very. It, it, was, it was like probably the most movie theater, aside from going to a movie theater, the most movie theater like experience you could get. Like, if yeah. you want to give technical points, yeah, ten. Yeah. Oh, a hundred. All the way around yeah. the board. Yeah, they were amazing. Yeah. But yeah, once you pull into your spot, you're pretty much there for the night. Unless you want to leave, you're not locked in to see both movies. You can leave if you want. Just but, bring uh, a blanket. I don't know why you would. Yeah, we'll, we'll, maybe so. a couple blankets. Yeah, yeah. So it's obviously, once once you're in there, um, you're you're in there and you're getting set up. And we obviously we Andrew, we had your trucks. So we were in so the we bed of the truck. We were outside. If we you're were, outside, yeah, not everybody was outside. There were a bunch of trucks there, but. I would say we went at the beginning of October, and uh, we dressed kind of lightly, except for you, Kat. You prepared very well. Andrew I and did. I dressed lightly, yes. and uh, we were both freezing by the time the second movie started. So we brought one blanket, which I was using. We ended up buying another blanket, a Barrett's <laughs> one, because I kind of wanted one anyway. So I gave Andrew my blanket, and we bought a Barrett's blanket. You're welcome, buddy. Then I we spooned. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was a it was great yeah. time. It was very nice. Kat was very jealous. It was very yes, romantic. Was yeah, extremely jealous. Yeah, and once you get all uh, snug in your car or the backseat or the, the bed of your truck, whatever, lover. you get a double feature of movies, which we kind of just went over. And I, our double feature that night happened to be the 27 version of, uh, 2017 version of It and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. From I was just about to ask him, like, they've had 27 versions of it. No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. so we got in there, and, and that's pretty much what it was. Fantastic. Um, you know, obviously, Andrew, you mentioned it, but when you, while you're in there, you know, you can bring snacks with you and stuff. You can have up to six people in one vehicle for $30, so I don't know why you'd want to pile six You could in. bring some BLs if you really want. Yeah, so they do say on the website that you aren't allowed to drink on the property. They don't sell beer. It's, like, it's a beach thing. Mm. It's the same thing. Yeah. Just be, be responsible. Yeah. To. Not that we were drinking while we were there, but if those you wanted cokes to, were delicious. you could. Those cokes were delicious. Yes, exactly. Or obviously, go into the Abington Ale House and get some beers beforehand if you had enough time. Um, speaking of the Abington Ale House, while you're in your car. You can pull up a limited menu from the Ale House, and they'll deliver food right to your vehicle, which Andrew said we got in about 20 minutes. We ordered a fuckload of food. And I got my buffalo chicken dip. Buffalo chicken dip, the best thing by far that Abington Ale House has. Good job remembering the parking spaces. Yeah. They did a good job at that. That's what was so seamless about it. Yep. Yeah, it seems basic. It seems very basic that you just... But people need to get with the program. Everyone just takes technology and people for granted too often yeah but you need to realize that you literally just picked up your stupid phone mm-hmm. went on the website typed in what you wanted yep wrote in your section wrote in your seat yep paid and yep. within 20 minutes it was hand delivered walk right to out you. it was in the amazing. dark yep. in the dark drop it off and, and drop it sit off. there and eat so it's great let's not all be so ingrateful and just realize what we have yeah of course of course 
Uh, we got pretzels, we got chicken tenders, we got chicken wings, we got buffalo chicken dip. The food's always good at the Yale awesome. House, especially the buffalo chicken dip. If you're going to go to the Yale House or you're going to go to this double feature, I would recommend get the buffalo buffalo chicken dip. It's the, the best thing. That, I would say get the pretzel. Yeah. Pretzel Big, was bomb, too. soft, delicious. They give you a mm. buffalo chicken dip, essentially, uh, like a or a mayonnaise. Or it's like a say, buffalo chicken mayo. Um, I was uh, dipping my pretzel in Kat's buffalo chicken dip right next to me. That well, was a yeah. uh, way to do it. I should have given you some yeah, that. You know what would be really Sorry. good if you did it in a spinach dip? Mm. Mm. Uh, okay, like a spinach artico- really artichoke dip? I actually yeah. like beer cheese for pretzels, yeah, though, so. myself. Yeah. But if I was ever given the option between beer cheese and spinach dip, no. I'd probably try the spinach dip because I've had beer cheese. So I'd go with the I like beer cheese better. I, you don't know that. Okay. Yes, I do. Have you dipped it in anything other than that? Yes, I have. Spinach dip? I make spinach dip. Mm, so you have dipped it's, actually dip, it's essentially just dip cream cheese artichokes. Right, yes. Well, then that's all you had to say. You were being so elusive. Yeah, maybe a little oh, sour cream. I'm sorry. Very hey, Trump, elusive. can you just answer the question? Well, well, answer the yeah, question, Yeah, I'll answer the question. Well, well, well once you uh, well, once you eat all that food, and if you happen to suck down some beverages at the Yale House beforehand, if you have to go to the Banyo, uh, no problem. They have porta potties there. You can walk right over yeah. at any point. Go to the yeah, bathroom well, if you need to. Heads up, real quick heads up. If you do need to smoke a cigarette, if you're... The cigarette smoking poles are located directly behind the porta potty. Don't ask any of the people working there because they'll send you to the woods where I think they want you to get murdered. So do yourself a favor. Behind the bathrooms is where uh, the shit really does stink. Mm. Correct. Yes, that's correct. They also offer a concession stand while you're there, which is uh, is surrounded by pretty awesome mm. Halloween decorations. Gotta say, enjoyed the night. Mm-hmm. Can't give bigger, bigger, a uh, bigger thing, but uh, so three dollars for a can of Pepsi is a tad aggressive. Yep. I was expecting a fountain beverage. I don't know why. <laughs> why would they have fountain beverages but you know what? here? But for three dollars, I want a big fountain beverage. I don't want a can of Pepsi. Hey, hey, listen, it's a pandemic. They got to make their money somehow. Okay, so you're not supposed to exploit soda, pandemics. Fine. Well, three dollars for a can of Pepsi is that really that? I, I don't really buy that much that's Pepsi. Expensive. So I, is it for a can of Pepsi? Was it a Mike, normal size can? I can get a twelve can? pack of Bud Lights for twelve bucks. True. So, so Bud Lights will be two do bucks. the math. Mm. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I'll pay fair three enough. bucks if they're selling Bud Lights. I'll be like, here's three dollars for yes. a can of Bud well, Lights. They, they wouldn't sell Bud for Lights a can of Pepsi. People would be getting loaded. that. Should be a dollar. It should be a dollar. <laughs> a, a can. Nothing well, of a can should be all right. Okay, fair I'm enough. Sorry. So, in addition to overpriced soda, you can also buy popcorn. Can of beans, <laughs> can of shit. You can, you can also buy t-shirts, you can buy hoodies, uh, you can buy neck gaiters, which Kat did buy, which actually looks very nice. If you are if you follow our Instagram account, you can see uh, Kat wearing it, which is basically the bottom half of the, uh, the Barrett's Haunted Mansion demon face. It says Barrett's on it. It's awesome. I have a very prediction nice. for you. You can also buy blankets, which I got, as we mentioned. If Kat is going to continue wearing a gator, mm-hmm. which she won't, she's eventually going to do what Bill Belichick did, where he wear puts a mask. mask underneath it because it bothers him. Yeah, that was, that was You don't tab. know how to wear a gator. You just kept moving it. And, and <laughs> just all of the it was your first neck gator it's experience, like right? mask underneath Yeah, because yeah, Belichick was wearing like a surgical mask with a gator mouth. over it the keeps other day. it off day. his mouth. Yeah. Because it annoys him that it's pressing on his lips and his nose the whole time. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I felt like you Maybe were having the same problem. Yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe that's my idea. Then you can yeah. look like Daffy Duck. I probably would. Hey, so um, on a, on a, seri- a more serious note, right? So they also sell at the concession stand, they sell bracelets, which I happen to pick one up. Uh, the bracelets 
are for a character that worked at Barrett's for over 20 years, a guy named Mike Pearson, who unfortunately passed away in August of this year. Uh, but he was a long-standing employee of Barrett's Haunted Mansion. If you've been there before, you've probably seen his character, uh, which was called Phantasmo the Great. So you can buy uh, bracelets that have his name on it. Terrible to hear what happened to him because I do remember uh, seeing him there the one time that I did work there, uh, one October a few years back. I interacted with him a little bit, uh, not a ton, but he was a very nice guy. And it's just you know, a terrible thing to hear that uh, Barrett's lost such a great actor and such a great person was lost. So I feel like I'd be remiss if I did not mention, obviously, that that was kind of hanging over this event this year, which, uh, you know, if you remember, obviously, before the first movie started, Barrett's recorded their own little video with one of the actors walking out, uh, basically asking for not a moment of silence, but a moment for everybody to beep their car horns in memory of this this guy uh, and this character of the event, which got a huge turnout. People were really laying on their horns for that, which was great to see. Uh, it was a nice little kickoff to the event, I thought. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so at the concession stand, you can get all kinds of stuff. You can get some uh, light food if you don't feel like ordering from the yellow. You can get some soda. And for three bucks. You know, beyond that, I guess all we really have left to talk about is, you know, how cool it was to sit there and have these people walking around. So uh, I'll, I've talked a lot. What did you guys think of just being basically sitting there watching these movies, having people, obviously none of us really got scared, but you could, you know, it was dark. You couldn't really see them coming sometimes, and all of a sudden they'd just be there. Like, what did you think of the acting and and the characters that were out there? I don't know who wants to start, but go ahead. Biggest difference between Spooky World and Barrett's was the acting. The actors at Barrett's were engaged, cared, and were amazing. Yeah. They did a phenomenal job. They were... Like, they didn't scare me, because, you know... we Nothing scares Andrew. I don't get scared. But I could hear them scaring the shit out of other people. And they were funny. They were very interactive. The one guy with the pumpkin mask on... That was an awesome costume. That was an awesome costume. Your friend, the bunny. I didn't like the bunny, because the bunny was creeping me the fuck out. Oh, she liked you. (laughs) Yeah, that was... She she did a good job. I think it was was a girl. I don't know. But they did a great job. Someone grabbed my shoe. Yep. No, they did a really good job. That was phenomenal. Yeah, but I mean, if you if you if you were worried about potentially like you know COVID stuff, social distancing, believe me, it's all in place. You have Homeless to wear a mask people. walking around <laughs> everywhere. Uh, the cars are obviously spaced apart. They make sure you aren't like you know commingling with you're, people and you're stuff. You're in, you're in good space. Your car. Yeah, you're so you're in you're in a good spot. In your car. Don't worry or... about that. You're right on the borderline where you might run into some. Uh... Puck wudgies. Mm. Yeah, you're kind of on the edge of the Bridgewater yeah. Triangle a little bit. They could come out of that back. Yeah, they might. They might. The shit out of you. Yeah. But you can only sit in the bed of your truck. What do I know? I just live on car. the streets. So, like, you're not, like, in with everyone. Like, the only people roaming around at any point in time are the actors Correct. and, like, staff members. Right. And security. Right. So That's spe- it. Like, at all times. There's always people roaming around that are, like... I did scare one person. Who? When I was walking back from going to the bathroom, it was you super dark. I had my hood on, and I didn't do anything. Oh, they you thought you were an actor? Yeah, because I just had my hood on. It was cold. I was freezing. Oh, and yeah. I was walking back in the dark, and I just like, ah! And I was like, I literally just walked by the car. Like, you really get scared Sorry. way too easily. If I wanted to scare you, trust me, I would have fucking scared you. While we're on the scares and the actors and everything, Kat, what did you think of that whole aspect of the experience? Oh, my God, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, it was so fun. It was so interactive. Um, so obviously 
we sat in the bed of the truck and Andrew was in like, we'll say the front row and Mike and I were in the back and I was higher up than Mike and Andrew. So like, I feel like I could see, maybe I could see more than you guys could because I was a little bit <laughs> higher up, but like I could always see whenever anyone was moving. Like I could, I always knew when someone was there. So I don't know if you guys had any blind spots, so like you couldn't see people. No, I was in pretty because good Because you were shape. lower? No blind spots. Yeah. I don't need to see them. I'm like a fucking bat. I can hear them coming. My you have the sonar, echolocation. Yeah. I yeah. can't see anything because I have big, thick rim glasses. Fair. So I could barely see the screen, which was tiny to begin with. But I could sense the creep shows walking around the place. I, okay. They didn't scare me once. Right. And I'm sitting outside in the dark. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Mike didn't get scared either. I did not. I did not. It takes. It does take a lot. I'm, I'm pretty seasoned when it comes to haunted attractions, so I need to really get caught off guard. But... Um, did you guys have a favorite costume or makeup uh, effect of the night? Um, I really enjoyed the uh, the rabbit mask. That was awesome for me. And also the guy with the pumpkin head with yeah, the glowing eyes. That Great. Was a ni- Great. That was like another level of costumes yeah. that they added I mean, this I, year I, I, I like I masks, but honestly, uh, where they really shine, though, is in the makeup work. I mean, they do a phenomenal job. And they blended a lot of makeup into, like, surgical masks this year. So, like, they had the surgical masks that made it look like the makeup was, like, continued on them. So, like, people were still wearing masks but still coming up to the cars and trying to scare Right. Them. So they were, Which yes. was great. Yeah. Yeah. I so, yeah. like that. That was, yeah, that was nice. Like, you notice a lot of people had those things. Yeah. Those extra, like, add-ons on their mm-hmm. makeup and stuff, which... I think felt like made everyone feel safe, but also was like scary because then they were like, okay, well, what what are these people breathing out of? Pretty right. much, like they have all this extra stuff, yeah. but it was it was pretty cool. Yeah, it was nice to see. Yeah, I agree, and I mean to, to me, this is where the event really shined. Like you can go anywhere and watch movies, but when you're in an atmosphere like this and the actors are taking it seriously, which they were, they're really into it. It makes all the difference in the world, which. You know, I don't know if it was because it was Spooky World's opening weekend, and I still had a good time there, but it just felt like the actors weren't as into it as they were in Barrett's. If I had to give my opinion. Yeah. Sorry to be critical, Spooky World. That's just That was my experience. Nothing personal. I love you guys. All right, you guys. So we've now talked about, uh, you know, Barrett's history. We've talked about the experience. <laughs> we've talked a little bit about Barrett's history. We've talked about our experience that night. Uh, I think the only thing we really have left to talk about is the movies that we saw that night, which we had a pretty good double pairing of uh, the It movie from 2017. Chapter one, not to be Chapter confused one. with It one that Kat thinks is the only It movie that it was. Which ever is made. not. It's not a movie, and it's a, it's a TV miniseries. Not good. We also it's saw, not bad. It's just not bad. Shaming me. I'm just gonna let you go. And well, I'm well I'll, I'll give you the floor for it's your fine. opinion on nope, it. Okay. Nope, it's fine. We also saw uh, a little movie it. called Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is a 1988 cult classic. So, let's start with it, or I should say, it chapter one from from 2017. I think this movie, and I thought so from the first time we saw it. That it is one of the two or three great Stephen King film adaptations. We're not diving very far into no. it, though. No, general Parts. thoughts. We saw these movies. We should talk about them. So we're just going to talk very briefly and vaguely about yeah, them. Yeah, I think okay. it's, uh, it obviously, Stephen King's It novel, which I've read, it's phenomenal. Stranger Things borrowed from It. It, the movie, borrowed from Stranger Things. 
And all the kid actors are great. Pennywise is scary. Awesome, huge scares. Cosmic type stuff. Weird stuff. They did stuff with special effects that they couldn't do in the original one. I love this movie. If I remember correctly, back when we did stuff at the in December of last year, we did like our top of the year or top of the decade lists. It, for me, was in my top five of the decade, the 2010s. I love this movie. Andrew, your thoughts before we finish with Cat. I'm trying to think. First off, what bothers me most is that you even compare it to the miniseries of It. Like, all right. All right. Like, like, so wait, let's Tim Curry's so, <clears throat> phenomenal. Okay, so we'll you think it's that. great, you think it's great, we both think it's great. Ugh. Right? He yeah. wants you to gang up with him no, against me. I That's don't, I'm trying, I'm not I, looking, he wants I to was be trying his buddy to. to go and stand firm with facts on why team this is the, better. This is, all right, Cat. Well, tag team. Cat. Go ahead. So before, Andrew, before we, we, we get into that and why Cat's opinion we don't agree with, She's entitled to Talk it. to me about the It 2017 movie and why you don't like it. There's two main reasons. It's overdone. 100% overdone with the special effects. And Pennywise looks like a rabbit. <laughs> okay, so and those are your two reasons. Those so. are the main two reasons. The look of Pennywise... Is way too. Oh, Robert! Over, it's overdone. So basically, overdone. all right. So you don't. Okay. So you don't like the design of Pennywise. No. Nope. Okay. That's a fair criticism. I will give that to you. I will give you that. When you say it's overdone. Yes. Can you elaborate? So, example, when what's her face? I forget her. What's her name? The one girl. Beverly. Bev, Beverly. I was, like, was going to yep. say Beth, and I was like, Beverly. Beverly. The one girl in the Losers um, Club. Yes. Yes. When she is looking into the sink, and all of a sudden. In the older movie, sorry, TV series, mm-hmm. the sink bubbles and it spits and stuff and it spits on like her father's face and like it's it's a very like mm-hmm. semi-believable amount of blood, but like a lot of blood that looks gory versus like the new remake has blood that just goes all over the entire room coating it like... Because she's then cleaning it up after, because, like, she... I, she's she, trying, she calls I mean, them to the house to see if they can see it. Because her dad can't see it. Right. Also, just in fair value, if they could have done a scene, like they did in the 2017 version of it, with the blood all over the walls spewing out of the sink, they probably would have. But you yes. know what's much easier to do? Have a little bit of blood bubble out of a sink. Right. I thought it was just so much more believable. No, I thought, honestly, like, I... You... Go ahead. It go just... Ahead. It looks more realistic. Okay. Than, like, blood None just, like... Of, so we're talking about a cosmic clown from outer space. I mean, Literally, you <laughs> took the words. So you prefer your stories about cosmic <laughs> clowns that eat children's fear and children you prefer that those clowns look more realistic and the special effects you aren't wish outlandish? it was more realistic this i think the, show, it, yeah the i think it the penny well i i'm more scared of pennywise do you think the, the other older, one's more realistic tim curry looks way more like a person than the rabbit it's not but a, pennywise it's not is not a person. a person he's a cosmic demon yes. 
he, however, Pennywise disguises himself as an everyday clown in your everyday life. Like, all of a sudden, he will appear. And you think he's a real person. Why would you go to Pennywise if he doesn't look like a real person, if he looks like someone dressed up like a rabbit? Touché. Touché. Which is what he looks like in the new version. Okay. He doesn't look like a real person. You are faulting the 2017 movie for having a more accurate description and more accurate portrayal, I should say, of Pennywise based on Stephen King's novel than what the miniseries allowed budget-wise. Because like what Andrew said, if... They had the special effects ability and the budget to do what they did in 2017. They would have done it in 91. Okay, the effects, fine, whatever. But I think the look of Pennywise was way off in the remake. But that I, I'll I, grant you. But like, that's not your. That's like a secondary problem for you. I just, oh, I, I just, I don't agree with problems. you on this. I don't, I don't. I just. Problems. I don't. I don't get it. I the really don't. The scene where what's his face is getting rocks thrown at him. And Pennywise is sitting on the other side of the shore, eating the arm. Well, that's in that's in it. Oh wait, no, no, you're, you're the first one, right? Right. When he's eating the arm and he waves yeah, the arm, the severed arm. So yes, great, great. That doesn't creep you out. Okay. Of course it creeps me the out. scene of when the does. kids are watching the slideshow in the garage. Oh, the worst scene. And it scares the shit out. of All me. of a sudden, Pennywise pops out huge out of the screen. I knew that was coming, and that had no business being as scary as it was when I saw it back in theaters. That was unbelievable, but that's what Pennywise is supposed to be. Like, in the book, he does all sorts of crazy shit to scare the kids. He His turns into purpose, different monsters, like, he turns into shit. Right. He feeds like, off right. of fear, yes. so he Dude. has to have the ability right. to do that. Dude, it the, is much the more scene, believable than I just, Bozo ugh. the Clown walking around. And I'm saying, just yeah. saying... That when he appears as a human figure, he's scarier as Tim Curry than he was as the rabbit. Okay, man. which is even better. That I can make an argument for. But he's a but real person whose eyes movie, do I don't, that. Yeah, I, so. I don't. I don't get the fact that you hate this movie. I just don't. I. I, I won't understand it. But like the scenes where. Um, I think you hate it to hate it. When you Eddie hate sees, it the same I hate when Eddie sees that weird homeless guy with the long tongue outside of the Niebold oh. house, horrifying. Um, when Stanley, the Jewish kid, sees that uh, woman pop out of the painting and come chase him around the, uh, the synagogue, terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. It was genuinely scary, this version of it. And I feel like, I've said this before, you haven't watched the miniseries in a while, the It miniseries does not hold up as well as Tim Curry's performance in It does. Yes, Tim Curry is very good, very memorable. No one is taking anything away from Tim Curry here. But the It movie from 2017 is, I think, leaps and bounds, way, like miles better. If, if it was a different, they would have, they would have, the, the people that made that movie Agreed. in like 1990 are probably thrilled that someone made this because oh. they would have done the same thing. They would have used the technology well, available to right. make that type of movie. Maybe so, not. Exactly. Well, agree to disagree. Hey, you know what? We can have different opinions on shit. That's fine. If we all agreed on everything, life would be fucking boring. Correct. This just seems this like a. Uh, this just seems like you, I feel like you just don't want to like it just to not like it. Yeah. I, I feel like you're kind of being seems, you're kind of being a contrarian. It here. seems like I'm a contrarian. So takes one to know one because I'm always a contrarian. I feel like you're being. I'm so bullshit. No, I'm so connected with the first it that like when so the second connected. one came out, I was just like. I, I was connected like it, with the first like one too, but I wasn't to that be connected. Redone. I don't feel like it, it needs to be redone. It needed to be redone terribly, like the stand, which I don't even want to see the new one. Dude, if they did a movie out Wait, of it, I'd be in. A but new dude, one coming out? 
Yeah, it's a CBS all another miniseries. A CBS okay. all access. I was access gonna say because I took there was a With. one rainy day in in the summer when mm-hmm. I was a kid that I rented from Blockbuster. It was four VHSs of The Stand. Yep, I've and seen it too. Yeah, I, I that was a good movie. Of, Great. Oh wait, eight, it was eight a good movie. hours of movies. It's so long. Uh, by the way, as, yeah. best Stephen King miniseries adaptation. Storm, Storm of the, of the Century. Oh. And we've, it's already not even close. we've already yeah, said this many even times. And we're going to keep saying great. it till you listen. Great, Storm great, of the great, century, great, 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 Stephen great, great. King's greatest. Yeah, but they're doing a new stand series on CBS that All seems, Access. I think that story's stupid. And to you know who's with. playing Randall Flagg? Is uh, the hot dude from uh, uh, Big Little Lies. The uh. wife, Nicole Kidman's husband, the wife abuser. Oh, uh, Sarsgaard, one of the Sarsgaard brothers. Not the one who played Pennywise, because that was also a Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. Bill Skarsgård. No. This is Alex Skarsgård. I guess he was in... Oh, There's three Skarsgård. I know you're, uh, yeah, our, our friend Jen is big into uh, True Blood. I think he was in True Blood. So he's been in a, a bunch of shit. He was in Big Little Lies. He's been in a bunch of movies. So he's playing Randall Flagg. And uh, Whoopi Goldberg is in the CBS All Access. Nice. I, think, I, think, I think I'm good with Whoopi. I think I'm I like okay. Whoopi Goldberg. I don't think I need Whoopi yeah. anymore. I mean, I, thought, I, really, I really thought Whoopi was dead. I might, I might try and get a free month of CBS All Access so I can watch all of the newest season of The Twilight Zone and maybe watch... Because uh, the, the first we'll season see. was so good. Yeah, no, it wasn't that great. Yeah, but I'd give the second season. season a shot. Hey, you know what? Whatever. I love The Twilight Zone. Times change. All right, so uh, any other final thoughts on it before we talk about a movie that uh, I think we all will agree on probably a little bit more? So after the credits rolled on It, we had a 15-minute intermission. We all uh, hopped out of the truck, threw our masks on, took a tinkle, walked around, went to the concession stand. Grabbed a blanket. Grabbed a blanket. And after that, we were treated to what I would say is probably one of the most perfect movies for a drive-in experience ever, which is Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is a movie that... uh, I actually, I think I, I saw when I was a kid maybe once or twice, but I never really gravitated towards it until we watched it, I think, last year or the year before. And yeah. It's, just, it's so good. It's one of those movies that I think I, I enjoyed it. I, I was scared of clowns as a kid, and I'm still kind of scared of clowns now, but it's just a very good movie. It's funny. It's cheesy. It's the definition of a cult classic, as I mentioned before. So, Kat, I'll let you lead off with Killer Clowns. Um. Well, I've Talk I mean, about I this movie it. for me. Uh, for the first time a couple years ago when we watched it for the first time and I thought it's awesome. It's it's awesome. It's hilarious. There's a hound dog in it and we have a hound dog so yes. that's fun. It's a hound, it has a hound and... dog. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Hounds on hounds but on I, hounds. I think it's just it's like a it's like a fun Halloween scary movie. Like a, a, well, it a has corny great, scary great movie. It's it has awesome. Great practical costumes and effects because obviously those those are not masks those are you know figures that guys are in whatever they, the clowns look awesome right yeah. yeah no i love it i think it's it's a great movie um it's it's fun to watch around this like scary time so yeah for sure i love scary times Andrew. yeah i love it so much i drew one maybe we can feature it on the uh yeah so actually media. yes yes so we shared some sketches before of uh some stuff that Kat, Andrew, and Craig had all drawn for uh, Simpsons-related stuff for the Trios of Horror draft. Turns out these rascals have been at it again, so we ah. might just have to upload. But we only upload her picture. Mm. Andrew doesn't want his I don't up. want that. That's fine. I don't want Bill Skarsgård's... Maybe do another one. Cousin. Maybe do another one. 
be in this. Do another one at Pennywise. It's okay. We can pull I'll try it again. Maybe yeah. don't do it in 20 minutes. Maybe give yourself some time. No, yeah. it's not timed. I mean, I'd like to take a stab at Pennywise. I just didn't okay. have time. Fair enough. To well, hey, both. we got nothing but time. So, Andrew, I know you had mentioned to me at one point that you weren't sure if you had ever seen Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I still don't know if I actually saw it. Right. Like I said. So, let's say this was your first time watching it. Uh, no, but in, in the times it. that you weren't shivering from uh, hypothermia when you got the blanket, I think this was what'd the you first think of it? I saw it? What'd you think? I liked it in general. Mm-hmm. I think I couldn't see much of it. It was like I'm not being sarcastic with bad eyesight and a screen that yeah is like a sixteen we inch also, TV. We were also in the back row, which we were, we took which the was track. tough. But I feel like I would. That's one of the movies that I would really like. Yeah, I liked how they were. They would cover people in cotton candy. Or it's fun, yeah. The bodies, and it was just really cool. It's very creative, stupid, like very creative. You didn't, it was. It reminded me of like um, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, like not yes, that, yes, but similar, Exa- very yes, similar, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I see that. But I mean, it's it's definitely it's, it's not scary. Fun. It's more of a comedy, it's I feel fun, like, yeah. with some horror elements. But there's some weird stuff in there, like the bodies encased in cotton candy, like you said. Yep. Obviously, like the first opening scene with that fucking hick with his hound dog walking up on the I, on the tent, and he's like, "What entire nation is oh, going on around here?" Such a stereotype. Of oh my god, so American. funny. I appreciated that they paired those two movies together because mm-hmm. it was really the perfect. Well, pairing. if you think about it, they're cosmic clowns. Yeah, from one, outer one space. is one's, then, one was more serious, one, one was funnier. Was, yes, yeah, exactly. end the night on a funny note. Absolutely, it was. It was I was great, impressed yeah. with how many how many people did stay to watch that. I thought, there oh, were a yeah. lot of people that left. After a lot of people it, left, but yeah. then I thought more, and I was surprised that as many people stayed. Well, well was, I think the younger kids probably go to see it. No, the younger then, like, kids yeah. stayed, like the younger kids, like not the teenagers, not yeah. the like some, the but, like young, the kids, the kids. little kids. But I wouldn't even. I don't know if I would take them to see it because it's not. I mean, they advertise like Adam's family obviously is like family friendly, so they advertise that. But like, I had my. I, I watched Sinister like, with my niece who was eight. But, I mean, I mean and I guess you use your discretion, whoever you bring. Like, they're not monitoring what age... No, I don't... Right. I think with horror so. movies and those type of movies, there is no age discretion. Yeah, well, I mean, Expose so the, the, the definite... So the, what, the def- I think that's a good idea. The but, definition but, of an right. R-rated movie, right, is no admittance of a child under 17 without an adult. Mm-hmm. So pretty much it's parental discretion. So if you have a 13-year-old and you want to take him to see uh, it, and you're okay with that, go right ahead. Remember but you NC, can't get in as like a 15 or... Have NC-17? It's very rare when you it? see a movie released NC-17, like, wide release. I'll tell you one thing. If I had a 13-year-old kid mm-hmm. and I was married and I wanted to go see a movie and my wife said, well, you got to take the kid with you. Well, guess what you're going to see, Johnny? Mm-hmm. NC-17. But was that like an actual... Like, am I making this up that that was like a... That was a thing for a little bit, right? Yeah, it was. not like a PG... It was, it was still PG-13 or R. Yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah. we've talked about this many times. I have one example that comes to mind when you talk about NC-17, and that movie is Phantasm. And there was one scene in that movie that almost made it NC-17. Is that was when the guy died after he got bored in the head by the orb. Mm-hmm. And they showed him pee himself pee after himself, he died. Yeah. That made that an NC-17. They had a fight to get that removed. So one thing that um, that I, I particularly loved about Killer Clowns, in addition to the practical effects and the creativity and everything, um, the music in it is very good. Which, most random thing ever, slash the most awesome thing ever. So on Sunday, 
were watching football at a bar, and I got a notification that somebody shared one of our photos on their Instagram story, and I, I go on, and it turns out it uh, is a guy named John Masari, who is the who was, uh, he's still around, obviously, he's the composer for Killer Clowns from Outer Space. He wrote all the music for the movie. And he saw that I posted a photo of Killer Clowns at a drive-in. He was super psyched. He said that, holy shit, I wish I had known Barrett's was doing this. I would have loved to have recorded a Zoom shout-out like to anyone that was watching the movie. So it was just like so wild that not only that I got a message from him, but he was just like awesome, such a nice guy. It was it was just like a, such a random experience, but it was so cool because that movie is so so important to a lot of people. A lot of people love that movie that it's still like generating this much interest today, which is great. So I thought that was pretty cool. So shout out to John Masari for uh, supporting our show, sharing our Instagram posts, and uh, you know promoting the podcast. That's great. I'd have uh, anybody that writes a score for a movie promote our show any day of the week. So yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Any uh, any other thoughts on Killer Clowns from Outer Space? You clowns. No, I like it. It's a great movie. I'd say if you haven't watched it, watch it. It's a good Halloween October movie. Sweet. All right, guys. So uh, those were the two movies we saw again: It and Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Any final thoughts on the entire Barrett's experience before we wrap up for the day? Kat, I'll start with you. Me. I'll go. I'll go first. I know. I just said you can go. I know. I was raising my hand. I know no one else saw that, but (laughs) I was very excited to be like, let me go first. Mm -hmm. So, I thought that, I mean, overall, I know we were kind of comparing it to Spooky World, but I mean... I love Barrett's every year, no matter what they do. They always do a great job. You always know you're going to go there. It's going to be worth the money. You're going to get scared. They did the thing with the maze one year, and it was a jail, and it's a maze, and it's something else or whatever. They always do this crazy thing. It's always a great kind of fall thing you look forward to every year. So when this happens... A fall tradition, right? A fall tradition, yes. When COVID and all this stuff happened, it was more of a question of what they were going to do versus if they were going to open or close. Right. So I'm happy with their solution because I think they did a great job with deciding to do a drive-in theater, scary movies for the month of October. Like, that's... It's awesome. And it, they can still partner with the Ale House, which would also get more business during the Ale House Halloween own, season. Yeah, it's the same ownership group. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because I just got to say one thing. I don't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. They're probably making as much or more money doing it this way with the drive-in. Exactly. Because first off, they're generating so much more money for the restaurant than they would with just Barrett's. Because people, half the people probably aren't going to go into Barrett's. I mean, to go into the ale house, at least 50%. But if you're sitting in a parking lot for four hours, mm-hmm. you're going to probably order something from the restaurant. Right? Of course, of course. But think about it like this, They should even add, I mean, and then if I were the money them on special and effects. they were sold out at the beginning of October, I would find a way to have more dates. Yeah. And, like, be I like... I think they're trying do, to, like we do said Friday, before. Yeah. Thursday, Friday, too. Like, add more dates because you'll get the crowd. Well, I think, I think they're only doing... Uh, Friday, Saturday now, but they they could probably add Thursdays and Sundays. Right. I'm sure they I probably mean, reserved those dates to do it if it did well enough, which obviously it, it is. So it was packed. It was packed. Yeah, it was great. But like, think about it like this though. So normally they would get every person that goes into both attractions. I think it's like thirty bucks. Oh, is that how much it costs? Yep. 
For, per per, for both per person for both attractions, which is still not bad. No, thirty bucks um, isn't bad, but that's thirty-five bucks a car. Right you know now, what? it's it's they're taking that per car now, which but can you're be up not to spending six money on any of those things. You're just spending money on actors yeah. and a few yeah other things. Yeah, probably. And some people don't go and get dinner. The they overheads and probably and drop. They, mm. Right, and they're not doing all of the you know stuff to the house or whatever. They're not. But you're right charging twelve bucks for a pretzel if. Couple people wear pretzels in each car. Yeah, doing pretty well. But if they extended it, like if if they extended it to another Thursday and Sunday, and in addition to Friday and Saturday, and we went back, well, that's, that's where they should be taking. People, it. They should then be there's taking people that are advantage. going twice because they had such a good time. They want to go again in October. Like that's a whole other. Like I, I would honestly, if there were tickets left. I would go again. I yeah. thought that was awesome. Yeah, I would too. I would too. That's a, that's a great call because I would definitely go to this. If, if like again. if there were tickets available, I'd go again later in October. Like yeah. we went so early. Like if there was a chance, that I, I would go need again, a front row seat so you couldn't get in a truck. You'd well, have to just get there earlier. Yeah. No, it's got, not. I yes, think we could have gotten if we if we were a little totally earlier. <clears throat> we probably could have gotten closer. I just thought the screen was going to be bigger. It was pretty tiny. I mean... That's not a driving screen. I thought I I would go again. No matter if oh, I sat in that. the same place. Yeah, like, I'd go, I'd go again too. And if it was a different movie, and, like, I mean, it would be cool. Yeah, I would and if, go if you have yeah. tickets or if they add more nights, I would absolutely recommend that you go. I mean, I, I think, you know, kind of as I mentioned before, awesome bang for your buck. You're getting your money's worth. You're seeing two movies. You're getting an experience. It's just a cool atmosphere. I saw some in the airbed. So if you have yeah. a truck, um, put an airbed in yeah. the bed of your truck. Would have been a little weird for the three of us to be laying on an airbed in the truck. No, we could all just kind of cheese and lay on our bellies. And yeah, yeah. But again, yeah. Just fall asleep and miss the whole. Thing. I know exactly. So yeah, but warm here. Fall Good bang for, for your, your buck. Big comforter. Good bang for your buck. I My personally. Pillow. I personally had, I think, a little bit of a better time here than I did at Spooky World. I enjoyed myself oh, both. Oh, way better than Spooky oh. World. <clears throat> One reason, it was 90 minutes closer. Yeah. yeah. It was, and I, I think yeah. um, you can just definitely see the effort that goes into the actors' care. every year. Yeah. Just great. So, yeah. They're That's awesome. pretty much all I got. They're Go. awesome. They're local. and They're only local if forward. you're local, though. So don't be yokel. Be a local. We look forward. Even if you're not local. All right, folks. We're going to wrap it up tonight. <laughs> Uh, but in case you want to follow more of uh, our ramblings online, you can find us on the following social media platforms that include Facebook. Uh, you can just search for America's Hometown Horror. We're on there. You can also tweet at us at Hometown Horror. You can find us on Instagram at Hometown Horror Pod. You can also email us at Hometown Horror Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find our show on whatever podcast uh, network you're listening to, but you can also find it on Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you may listen to your podcasts. My name is Mike. I have been joined by Andrew and Kat. Guys, thanks so much for coming out for another episode. Oh, you're welcome. Oh, very nice, very nice. Guys, say goodbye to your listeners. Good evening. Bye. Bye, everybody. Hey everyone, it's Mike from America's Hometown Horror and just wanted to say thank you again for listening to another episode of our show because of course we would be nothing without you listeners. If you are interested in more local Plymouth podcasts, I would highly recommend you check out uh, some shows by our cohorts on the Inebriart Podcast Network. That's right, the Inebriart 
Podcast Network, folks. In addition to America's hometown horror, you can find the Inebriart Podcast, Bar Talk, Theme Park Legends, Retro Redoctopus, and Old Colony Cast. Head on over and give them a listen.